0: First Timothy chapter number three tonight, first Timothy uh, chapter number three, and we look forward to uh, a few minutes we have tonight and uh, looking forward to a busy week, a good week. Uh, Pray for me. I'll be in Ohio the next couple of days, Lord willing, preaching, uh, but I should be back. Um, Those people need help up there, and so um, pray that the Lord will use me because it'll certainly take a work of God. Uh, anyway, um, but we look forward to a good week, a busy week, an exciting week, and excited about all the things that the Lord uh, is doing. And there's many other things <clears throat> that I'm excited about to let you uh, know, updates on different ministries and things in the next few weeks. And so let's stay excited about the things of God. 2 Timothy, or 1 Timothy, chapter number 3, uh, of course, today we set it as pastor's wife appreciation. Uh, day and it happens to be my wife's birthday, and uh, so uh, we are uh, spending a little time uh, talking about that. I've already let you know this morning uh, what I was going to speak on tonight. Uh, things you should know about your pastor's wife, and uh, I have stayed away from her all day long, um, and and so uh, I may need a place to go after the service. I'm just I'm just saying, but. Uh, I want us to I want I want to point out some things this evening. First, number one. This is a true saying of chapter three, first Timothy. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behaviour, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not greedy of filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, but covetous. One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil." Uh, here we have the what is referred to as the qualifications of a pastor. If we were to continue reading, uh, we would see that there's qualifications of a deacon. Uh, you don't find anywhere in the Bible qualifications of a pastor's wife. Uh, you find qualifications of, of the pastor. You find qualifications of a deacon. Uh, you find instruction of what a, uh, a Christian lady is supposed to be, how she's supposed to conduct herself. Uh, the uh, I, I don't want to call it an office. I don't want to call it a position. The person of the pastor's wife is a very unique uh, position uh, to be in, and so I want to I want to just mention some things tonight uh, that I want to share uh, with you, and say, well, Pastor, this is this. Why would you teach on a pastor's wife? Because uh, one, there, there's some misconceptions, um, and then two, if you know uh, some things uh, about the pastor's wife, and I'm not going to be personal. I'm going to be general tonight. I'm I'm, I'm wiser than that, uh, but uh, it'll help you and understanding uh, how we serve together in the church. Um, I always want to teach. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a. It's not an easy thing for a pastor to teach his people on how to treat the pastor. It's not an easy thing for him to teach his people on how uh, his family and his wife. I've, I've taught the preachers before, and they say, well, my my church just don't take care of me. My church just don't. I said, well, have you taught them? Well, no, it's awkward to teach. Well, then don't complain. If, if you teach them and they rebel against it, that's one thing. Um, but this church does take good care of the pastor and his family. Good care, and I'm appreciative of that. Uh, but I wanted to point out some things about the pastor's wife that you may not have thought of. Or maybe you thought of and you just don't want to pay attention to it. I don't know, uh, but we'll go over some things tonight that I think will be a help to us. Father, I pray that you'll help us with the few minutes we have. Uh, Father, we, it is certainly a joy to serve you. It, 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 if we served you and that's all there was to it, it'd be a joy. But Father, you allow us to serve you with one another. And what an honor it is to serve you with the people assembled in this room. And Father, it's a joy to serve you and serve your people. And Father, I pray tonight that we would constantly give attention to uh, things and areas that the devil likes to use to cause division in a church. Uh, The devil will use to uh, have uh, someone's heart uh, grow cold and Father, may we give attention to these things as we move forward for you. Bless our time remaining. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The office of the pastor is certainly something that has been designed by God. It is not something uh, that I would recommend anybody do unless they have a definite call on their life to the pastor. I believe there's a call to preach. I believe God calls, still calls men to preach. But I also believe there's a call to pastor and I believe for a man to pastor, he needs to have both calls on his life. Uh, it is something that it is not humanly possible to do. Uh, only the, that's why no man can ever take credit for what God does in his church, uh, because only God can take credit for that. Much is said about the pastor. Uh, I appreciate <clears throat> many of you and the kindness, and the, and the, and the uh, uh, care, and the support that you give the pastor. Emmanuel Baptist Church is a great church. I don't say that in our pride, and, and, and we give God the honor and glory for that, uh, but God has allowed us to serve Him together. Uh, God has given me a great staff that serves with me. I could not do the things that I do without the staff that God has given me. God has given me great people, great men, the deacons that serve here. They, uh, God has uh, given, I, I believe, before, before the world was ever fashioned. And when God planned my life, he planned that I would, he put a call on my life and that I would pastor this church. And he would send the people to me and alongside of me to help serve in his church. I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate those that come. Bes- I couldn't do what I do uh, without many of you who, who who helped me in the work here. But I could not do what I do uh, without the pastor's wife. I could not do what I do without my wife. Um, uh, my wife and I, we've been, we just celebrated our, our our 24-year anniversary. And she was reminded once again what a lucky woman she is, how fortunate she is. And God has truly been good to her. I remember uh, meeting her for the first time in Bible college. She was the first date that I had uh, in college. I didn't say she was the last date I had in college. I said she was the first date uh, I had in college. But once we had that date, she knew there were, she had reached the top. There was no there was no going beyond. And so, um, but God, when God chose to give me life. And, and, and designed the plan for my life. He also designed my helpmate to serve alongside me in life. And I'm thankful for that. As we look into the office of the pastor, when we look at what requirements of the pastor and different things, all that is mentioned about the wife is that uh, the, the pastor should be the husband of one wife. He should rule well his house. His house should be in in subjection, meaning uh, they they should be uh, living what is preached, living uh, what the Word of God teaches. Uh, That is something that does fall as a responsibility of the pastor, the head of the house, um, but also uh, it could not be done without the pastor's wife uh the pastor's wife is an important thing it's 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 a unique thing and so tonight as i was thinking about what to do this evening i had this idea of speaking on things you should know about your pastor's wife now these are not personal things but it's just the person of the pastor's wife um, I think it's, it's, it's a good understanding of some things for you to know, uh, for you to be reminded of. And I think with that, it's important that churches do teach these kind of things. And so, uh, because, uh, I plan on being your pastor for a long, long time, but the day is going to come. There's going to be if the Lord Terry's is coming. I won't be your pastor forever. And so I want us to keep, and that we have a history of treating God's men right, we have a history of doing things the right way, and so I want you to know some things about your pastor's wife. Number one, uh, this will be very simple and very practical, and I have seven of them tonight, and I'll move along pretty quickly. Number one, she is not the co-pastor or assistant pastor. That is not her title. Now, she jokes about writing my sermons, and uh, she doesn't do that. But she's not the co-pastor, she's not the assistant pastor. Uh, you have one pastor, you're looking at him, that's uh, all you get, I'm sorry, uh, but she's not the co-pastor, she's not my assistant in the ministry. That does not mean she doesn't help in the ministry, that does not mean uh, she, she is not brought in to do things in the ministry, but it's not a responsibility, it's not her title to be the co-pastor. Um, very. I will ask her sometimes of her opinion, what do you think about so-and-so? Uh, but often, often, when you find out about things, she finds out at the same time because she's not the co pastor. She's not the assistant pastor. So, first of all, number one, she is not the co pastor or assistant pastor. And just because I mentioned these things tonight it doesn't mean uh, that you're ignorant of it, it doesn't mean that, you, that you, need to, you need to start doing certain things. It's just I want to remind you some things. Number two, her ministry is the pastor, that's her ministry. She's often said to me, Boy, I had no idea what I was signing up for when, when, I, deci- when, when I decided that we we when I decided we were gonna get married. That didn't sound right. Uh when, when I decided to uh marry you, I didn't know everything that I was signing up for. Uh and that is true. Her responsibility, her ministry is the pastor. If you will allow me just for a moment to just mention a couple of things. The pastor carries a heavy load. Uh he 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 carries heavy burdens. Um, this Just this week, many of you have shared burdens with me, things that you're dealing with. And Pastor, would you pray with me? I have my own problems. I mean, we are talking about my family tonight, aren't we? I have my own, I have my own problems. I have my own burdens. Uh, but then, that's the way God has designed it to help carry the people's burdens. It's a lot of responsibility. Many times, I can get called away in the middle of the night, Uh, Many times, uh, bad news starts at my phone before it goes to somebody else's. It's it's a heavy burden. I don't say that because I want you to feel sorry for me, because I don't want you to feel sorry for me. It's what God has called me to do. It's an honor for me to do it. But her ministry is to me. Her ministry is is to help me Carry the load. I'll, I'll say this, and I'll be completely honest, and most of you men would probably agree with this in your own situation. If I did not have her at home, I wouldn't know what to do. I don't know where anything is in the house. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, some of you were, were my daughter's school teachers when they were young. And when mom was sick and I brought them to school, many of you can remember I just handed you a hairbrush and, and a bow and said, it's, it's up to you. It's up to you because uh, I'm not getting this done. Um, but her ministry is to me. Uh, her that does not mean she does not have a requirement to be a good Christian. She has the same requirement. I have a requirement to be a good Christian. She has a requirement to be a good Christian. Uh, but her first ministry is to her husband. Number three, see how fast we're moving tonight? She is a target of the enemy. Uh, I could bring the whole pastor's family in. Uh, she's a target of the enemy. That's why you ought to pray for your pastor. I know you do. Uh, because Satan wants to destroy every one of us. But if Satan can destroy the pastor, he can get the whole church. Uh, if he can't get to the pastor, he's going to target those that are the closest to him. Uh, She is a target of the enemy. Men, if you're honest, we know this will be true, and Adam and Eve bear it out, Um, your wife can get you to do just about anything. Through the years, probably the number one reason why families have left the church is because the wife decided to leave the church. Um, So she's a target of the enemy. Um, It's important to understand that. It's important to know that. Pray for her. Uh, pray, pray for, pray for the pastor's family. Pray for her. She is a target of the enemy. Uh, the whole family uh, is targeted. I just don't understand. Well, well, I just explained it to you. So I don't think I need to say anything more about that. She's a target of the enemy. Number four. Let's see if I can read my writing. Nope, I can't read it. She. Um, what did I write? I have no idea. Oh, we'll skip that one. Number five. Must <laughs> not been that important. Okay. Oh, here it is. She occupies a lonely position. You say, Pastor, how how is how 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 is she? How can she? You can say that she's lonely. Look at so many people. Uh, you know, as a pastor, a pastor can be a lonely position, humanly speaking, because the pastor is not above the people and the fact that he's better than the people, but the truth of the matter is, well, it's just a fact. Uh, I spend more time in fellowship with God than I do any, anybody else. The human interaction is not always there. The pastor's wife, the pastor's children, the pastor's family, it can be a very lonely situation because her responsibility is to protect me, and sometimes she has to pull back, and she can't be as anybody else would be because uh, it's just a lonely position. Um, And let me just interject here and and just add this. Be aware of people around you. Be aware of that. Um, There are a lot of people who are in a lot of difficult situations and just to have somebody just reach out and just acknowledge them, uh, I'm not just talking about somebody that might be in ministry; just in general, uh, be aware of that. Number five. Here's a good one: She does not know your business. She does not know your business. If you come to me for counsel, she doesn't know a thing about it. Doesn't know a thing. And let me just take this opportunity to remind you that if you do come to me for counsel and there's a situation and there's something that has to be gotten right, uh, don't, don't shirk away from me the next time you come to church. Because I think I do a pretty good job, if I can say it like that, of putting things aside so that we can move forward. And, and if God forgives it, and if, if I've forgiven it, I push it aside, and the only one that's bringing it up is you. And so the next time you encounter your pastor and you've had to discuss something, we'll say, well, he's just, just thinking about that. I promise you I'm not. Look around. Uh, I almost said you're not that important, but that would have sounded rude. But uh, there's a lot of different things that we, that, that we deal with. But let me just say this. Your pastor's wife does not know your business. Uh, I, I'll add this. The staff doesn't know your business. Nobody knows your business. If you come to me in confidence and we talk in confidence, that's where it stops. That's where it goes. Many times, uh, my wife doesn't even know who I see. She doesn't even know uh, the appointments that I have. She does not know your business. And so I want you to know that because if there are situations, uh, you have crisis situations or the things that have to be dealt with, I don't want you avoiding her. I don't want you thinking, well, what does she think? She doesn't know what's going on. It keeps her happy that way. Uh, uh, it's 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 not it's not her business. She does not know your business. That leads me to number six. She's not equipped to carry your burden. That's why I don't put your business in her mind. Number one, if you come to your pastor, it should be with your pastor. But she's not equipped to carry your burden. Uh, she's equipped to be the pastor's wife. Be careful what you dump on somebody else. I'm carrying this burden. I'm carrying this hard time. Would you listen to me, just generally speaking, and let me dump all the... Now, what are they supposed to do with it? Talk to God about it. But your pastor is equipped to help you First of all, the first thing I'm asking, you, if you talk to God about that, and sometimes I say, you, you need to go again. I'm not ready for this. You need to go talk to him again about that. But she's not equipped to carry your burden. And, and, and ladies, I'm glad you could, you, you, and I want you to, to, if you ever need to talk to my wife, you talk to her. But if it gets to a certain point, she's probably going to say something like this. You need to make an appointment with my husband about that. And I said the previous one, she doesn't know your business. If she finds out your business, it's not from me. And some of you, sometimes she comes home and says, well, now I know what you saw so-and-so about. Because she just came right up to me, or he just came right up to me, and they just talk, told me this is what, and, and act like she knew and she has no idea. And there's things I will try and keep from her, not because she can't handle it, not because she's not strong enough to bear it, but it's not her burden to bear. It's not something she needs to worry about. God has not equipped her, God has equipped the pastor to carry certain things. So if I'm not telling her your business, you know what's coming right after that. You don't have to tell her your business. And if there's something you want me to know, tell me. But she's not equipped to carry your burden. So don't dump your burden on, and get in the habit of not putting it on anybody. I know we have a lot of young men who want to be in the ministry, feel like God's called you to be in the ministry. Um, don't, don't, don't be unfair to your wife one day. There's days, I, I, and again, I'm just saying this because it puts perspective. I come home and I'm very weary. I'm very burdened, and she can tell. Uh, Well, what's and this? It's just been it's just been one of those days. She knows what that means. There are days when I need somewhere to unload. I don't do it to her. I go to God Uh, because I don't want to put. And it's going to bring me the number seven. I might as well just go there. Number five, it says she doesn't know your business. Number six, she's not equipped to carry your burden. Number seven, she's defensive of her husband. Um, reason why I don't want to know her to know some business is because she won't look at you the same. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever taught on this subject before in the history of, of, of churches, but she is defensive of her husband because before, before she's a pastor's wife, she's a wife. And she does not understand why you won't listen to me. Now that I think about it, I don't understand why she don't listen to me. (laughs) And sometimes, as I I, I preached a little bit about this morning, uh, sometimes as the messenger of God, from the Word of God, this is what we're supposed to do, this is a line... And if you as a church member, uh, you you let your heart get away from God and you take a a position, and and I feel inclined as your pastor to say, you need to knock that off. Or you need to change your direction, or this is going to happen. Or pastor, will you put a stamp of approval on this and I say, I can't do it because it violates some scriptural principles, and you get upset because I won't bend. She's human. She's going to be defensive of her husband. And by the way, if you ever get mad, let me just throw this out If you ever get mad at me, don't you be a coward and try and take it out on my family. Uh, Don't treat my wife any differently. By the way, I can handle you having a disagreement with me. Some of you have had disagreements with me. I still pray for you. I still love you. I'm still kind to you. I can handle that. It's not my job to make you agree with me. It's my job just to say what I think God wants said. But if but if you get if you get bit out of shape with your pastor, if you get adversary with your pastor, don't dare take it out on my family. That's not just my wife. That's my children too. Wow! Well, did you know? What his, yeah, trust me. I know. I live with them. They're like their mother. I know. I understand. Uh, don't don't don't. She's going to be defensive of her husband. Seven, that's all I have tonight, and I gave these because I want you to know that she is human, just like you and I are. She is who God has given to me, and I'm thankful for her. And I appreciate her. But just to give you a little a bit of understanding, uh, she's, she's not equipped to carry your burdens. I don't want her to carry your burdens. And when I said that some, a lot of times she finds out some of the same, some of the same things you've had at the same time when I announce it right here. That's because her ministry is just to be my wife. It's not to carry the burdens of the church. Because she's already thinking, oh man, he's crawling out on that limb again. Oh, he's, he said that we're going to do this as a church. I sure hope God really told him that. <laughs> Why? Well, because she's going to be defensive of me. She, want, she wants everybody to follow me she wants everybody to believe in what god is saying oh god please are you sure sometimes i say now what do you think about this so that it so she can brace herself for it uh, when when i make the announcement Um, but pray for her pray for your pastor but pray for your pastor's wife pray for the pastor's children uh, we pray for one another, but there's some things you should know about your pastor's wife. She's not a co-pastor, and I appreciate you not treating her that way. Uh, she, uh, her ministry is the pastor. Uh, she's going to choose me before she chooses you. Uh, her ministry is the pastor. She is a target of the enemy. Remember that. Uh, I still can't read number four, but number five, she doesn't know your business. Uh, come to church so we can have church. This is a good, good reminder for all of us. Leave your drama at home. Don't bring your drama into the church. If you, if you need help with something, I'll be glad to give you some help. I'll be he- glad to try and lay out, and I will help you. I'll, I'll, I'll go uh, to every length I can to help you. But, but, but let's, let's leave the drama at home. She's not equipped to carry your burden don't avoid your pastor and say well I'll just I'll just pass this off to the pastor's wife and she'll relay it no come to your pastor come 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 to me Um, and she's going to be defensive of her husband so understand oftentimes people there there has been occasions when some have decided that they didn't care for me in my positions and then they want to act like, "Oh, Mrs. Neil, it's so good to see you. I know what she's thinking inside. God bless you. That's what she's thinking. Um, but pr- pray, let's pray for one another. God has given us a great church. God has given us great opportunity. And again, I want to go on record to say, I appreciate what you do for me personally, our family. You take very, very good care of us, and I'm very appreciative of it. I don't have a need. Our family doesn't have a need. If we had one, I know many of you would try to meet that need. I am running a little and talk about gift cards. So far, I'm a little disappointed today, but that's a whole other story. But, um, uh, no, we don't have, you take good care of us. But God, see, I, I, I wanted to mention this. I wanted to, and we're not going to have an annual Pastor's Wife Appreciation Day. I already had to agree to that to get this one. Uh, it's not going to be an annual thing. But every once in a while, it's good for us to be reminded of, of things, of areas. I'm going to teach on deacons soon. I'm going to teach on, I'm going to talk about deacons' wives soon. Uh, so be ready, ladies. I'm going to uh, teach on uh, serving in the church soon. And if, you, if you're visible, if you're a Sunday school teacher, you, you're in the music, for the responsibility, because I want to teach on areas where the devil uses. To get to God's people. Um, Boy, every man in here, married for any length of time, you could be a cool, calm customer, but let someone mess with your wife and children, and you'll lose it. I think I'm a spiritual person. Uh, Too many of you chuckled at that, but I think I'm a spiritual person, but you messed with my wife and children. I'm still a man, so I don't want the devil to use areas in our church where he can cause divisions, uh, where he can use to hurt our spirit. And so, uh, I wanted to just mention these things, things, things that you might not think of, or things to be reminded of why uh, positions are taken the way they are. And so, tonight, by way of the invitation, I'll close in a moment in prayer, um, but, but I want us to be mindful of one another. In just a moment, I don't even know that, I don't even think I'll, I'll, I'll have a verse of invitation, I, I don't even think, uh, we'll stand in just a moment, but... Uh, what I want to do in this time of invitation, if, if there's some, something God has spoken to you about, you're more than welcome uh, to deal with that. But I want us in our mind to be mindful of praying for one another. Um, it's Pastor's Wife Appreciation Day. It's her birthday. If you'd like to pray for her, pray for her. But if God puts somebody else on your heart tonight, pray for them. Uh, pray, pray for the pastor and his family. Pray for the staff and their family. Pray for the leadership. Pray for one another. Pray for those I was going to say who sit on your pew, but it changes every Sunday. Uh, pray, pray, pray for those around you. Let's not let anything divide us as a church family. Maybe there's something you have in your heart towards somebody else. Um, well, you're, you're 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 hurting yourself. More than you're hurting somebody, the other person. Uh, why don't we just decide? Let's pray. What a spirit we have in this place! What a spirit tonight with the singing and the and, and the congregational music, and what a spirit! Let's let's not lose that spirit by allowing uh, something uh, to get inside here that shouldn't be there. Father, I pray.